What's going on, everybody? My name is Patrick. And my name is Luke. And this is Comets in Medicine. We're two seniors here at UTD who are just finishing up the 2022 medical school application cycle. On this podcast, we'll be talking about the process of applying to medical school and providing relevant advice, resources, and information to increase your chances of success. We'll share our own experiences, interview exceptional alumni and students, and empower you to become successful Comets in Medicine. What's going on, everyone? Today, Patrick and I just wanted to give you a quick overview about the medical school admissions process, specifically for UTD students. So before we dive into the timeline, we want to take a minute and talk about HPAC. HPAC stands for the Health Professions Advising Center. Uh, it's basically the professional advising center for all pre-meds on campus. They provide one-on-one -on -one counseling, and they also send out emails for really cool opportunities, clinical, non-clinical, research-based, to people who are on their mailing list. And they're actually a pretty crucial component of the um, medical school admissions process, as we'll see later on. So when does the medical school admissions process begin? Two years prior to your matriculation in medical school. If you're a traditional applicant, it starts in the fall of your junior year. If you're a non-traditional applicant taking like one gap year, it starts in the fall of your senior year. So the first step in applying to medical school is something called the HPE process. That stands for the Health Profession Advising Process. If you're a traditional applicant like Luke and I were, that starts the fall of your junior year. It's sponsored through HPAC, and it's essentially a year you spend writing all the components of your application before you actually submit them at the end of your junior year. So they get you to write your personal statement, you write your experiences, uh, they mock interview you, you get to work one-on-one -on -one with an advisor who can provide you with feedback. Um, it's very impactful in terms of formulating your thoughts, and it also gives you something called a committee letter. A committee letter is basically a letter from UT Dallas that you um, HPAC will send out to different schools that qualifies you as a medical applicant. Um, they're not required by any schools that we know of, but it is highly recommended that you do have one. And schools will ask why you don't have one if you don't. So it's important that you go through the HP process, get it done. It'll benefit you in the long run. Um, there's no reason not to. So yeah, we want to just quickly outline this timeline. So what does it look like to apply to medical school? Obviously, dates are going to change year to year a little bit, so we're not going to list specific ones, but we're just going to kind of walk through the seasons and what this should look like. So two years before you want to matriculate. So if you're a traditional, if you want to be a traditional student, meaning you're going to go straight to medical school, this would be in the fall of your junior year. So around October, the HP like application to register or the, uh, the invitation to register for the HP process will go out. They'll send that as an email. So you, that's why you need to be signed up for those emails that Patrick mentioned previously. You'll sign up for that. They'll send you some documents. One of those will be the bio form, which is just a draft of a TMD SAS application. So it's going to have all your experiences on there, your personal statement, and then the two supplemental essays that the TMD SAS includes. So you'll fill that bad boy out and then you're going to send it back to your um, advisor. So for me, this looked like, yeah, I got that in October, worked on it through the end of the semester over winter break, and I submitted it during winter break to my advisor. During that time, I also started communicating with my recommenders. You want to get that ball rolling as early as possible. Fall semester is perfect a perfect time to do that of your junior year. It's not too early. You want to make sure that you have this going and you're not asking people for rec letters at the last minute because that's going to delay your application so hp will give you a form that you send to your recommenders they fill that out 
they attach their letter. It has instructions. It's pretty simple. They just email it to prehealth at utdallas.edu and they're done. So after you've done the bioform and submitted that to your advisor over winter break or so, maybe into the spring semester, I would recommend doing it over winter break just because that's when you're going to have the time. Spring semester, you're going to schedule a meeting to revise that bioform with your advisor. You'll do that one or two times, depending on how that goes. After you've done the revisions and you're approved, they will move to the next step, which is a mock interview. You're going to interview with one of the committee members from the HPE committee at UT Dallas. These are professors and HPAC advisors who really do know what they're talking about. I remember my, um, my mock interview was actually pretty helpful, um, and it really did set me up, I think, well when I did real interviews. So at that point, when you've done that mock interview, the last thing you have to take care of for H, as far as UTD, HPE is concerned, is getting all of your letters in. So when your advisors, when your, sorry, when your recommenders let you know that they have submitted all of your letters, you have to submit um, the application packet mailing request to your advisor, which basically says, hey, all my letters have been submitted. Please write my committee letter and send it to either TMD SES or AMCAS um, or both. So once you've done that, that's kind of the last responsibility that you have as far as the UTD stuff goes. Um, once you've submitted that, they're going to write your letter and send it off. You should get confirmation from TMD SES and from AMCAS once they've like received all of your letters together. Yeah. And although the little details may change, all of this information will be on the HPAC website mm -hmm. and you can email your HPAC advisor if you have specific questions. We're really just trying to give you guys a general guideline of what it's been like yeah. in the past. Absolutely. So yeah, at that point, that's kind of wraps up your HPE stuff. Now, while this is going on in your spring semester, you want to have some other balls rolling. So during that spring semester, you really want to continue to tighten up your primary application materials. So primary application, that's the TMDSES or AMCAS. That goes out to all the schools to blanket. Everybody gets the same thing. So you're going to want to get those things really tightened up. In early May, you should have access to those applications. So you can go ahead and start filling them out. And then in mid to late May, the actual submission deadlines will come up and you'll be able to submit. We absolutely recommend submitting your primaries as early as is possible. I know Patrick submitted yeah. like on the first day. I submitted like a couple weeks late because I was having an issue with my residency and that was stressful, but it was fine. Um, what I've heard from other people is typically if you're submitting like June, early July, like you're okay. Um, but it's really when you get into that like that August, September submissions that you're you're getting into danger. So everything med school admissions, deadlines are not deadlines. Deadlines are like, your chances are very low if you apply at this time. <laughs> it's a probabilities game. You know, yeah. you really just want to set yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. And that means submitting as early as you possibly can. Yeah. Um, if you submit early, you're more likely to get an interview mm -hmm. early. Um, and depending on the school, you might get an early acceptance as well. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. just set yourself up for success. And there's been research that's been done, like with the data, you can go and look this up online. There's graphs where it's like, date you submitted your primary and percent chance of getting to medical school and it declines pretty steeply at that like july-ish area so submit as early as you absolutely can why should you do that a second reason is secondaries secondary essays are going to be probably just as much work as your primaries were yeah unless you know depending on the number of schools you're applying to but it's a lot 
So you're going to want to give yourself time to get that primary off the table and to start writing some secondary essays. So we really recommend pre-writing your major secondary essays if you can, and that's going to set you up to be able to edit them and submit them pretty early as well. We'll get into the details of what we mean by pre-writing later. Basically, it's just writing the secondaries before you get the invitation to submit the secondary because yeah. they're online, and we'll talk about all this later. All right, so moving into the summer, hopefully you're going to start receiving those secondary invites like early July, I think is when we started getting them. Mm -hmm. So by that point, we had kind of pre-written some. I remember I was able to go back to the ones I had pre-written and like finalize them and get them submitted as soon as I could. So summer, you'll be working and getting all the secondaries churned out and delivered as early as you can. Now into the fall of your senior year, hopefully by the time, you know, August rolls around, if you're really on top of it, you'll be able to get all of your secondary submitted. And then you're into the interview acceptances kind of period, which is very, there's not like a normal timeline for that. Things happen when they happen. And we'll kind of discuss that as we go. Yeah. Um, and that's another reason to really get those secondaries done early, right? The summer is when you're going to have the most time. Because when fall starts, you're not only going to be doing interviews, you're also going to be doing classes yep. if you're a traditional applicant. Mm -hmm. So it's really to your advantage from a time management and an application standpoint yep. to submit as early as you can. Yeah. And you, I mean, your goal should really be like to get in that first round of interview invites if you can. So that means getting, you know, if you look like at some of these schools that start interviewing in like August, well, if that school starts interviewing in August, they're looking at files in like July sometime. Right. So you, you want to, you know, make sure you get those in early as well, because the earlier you're in their, you know, their round of people, the, the quicker you can hopefully get an interview and the more spots are going to be available when you interview, if it's a rolling admissions school, not all schools are rolling, but anyways, we'll get into all this later. As we said, we just wanted to give you guys just a brief outline of what that looks like where we're at in this process right now. It is what late January. So we're kind of fit, yeah. just wrapping up. I have like one more interview left and we're starting to kind of see some decisions come back to us. So that's where we're at. We hope this is helpful to you guys. If you aren't very familiar with the cycle and we'll give you kind of an outline of what this might look like for you when you go into it. Thanks for joining us guys on this episode. We're really excited about what all the things we have to bring you. So make sure you check out future episodes about experiences, personal statements, and Patrick and I's individual stories. Yeah. If you guys want to get in touch with us, you can email us at cometsinmedicine at gmail.com. Until next time. See ya.